Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's not too late for Jackson Mahomes to be named Walter Payton Man of the Year. Welcome to a Thank God the Preseason is Over edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Guys, it's year five of doing the show. We finally have a studio space. That's right. Hey. Long overdue. Eagles colored drapes I don't like, but, you know, I guess you you lose the Super Bowl, you get some perks. Mm. You got a flag with words on it. That's true. I had to. I had to bring it from home. Hey, with us as always, that's Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, why is Patrick Mahomes playing in the preseason? Because he's a gamer. The guy loves it. Mm. You could see from quarterback, the man is obsessed with football at the expense of his wife, family, and... Even even his sanity? teammates, really. No, yeah. Sanity. Okay, yeah. Hey, Every that, all things. We got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, how are things in Commieland? Things are fantastic. <laughs> Me and Major Tutty, we got a little brunch date set up. Mm-hmm. Catch us down on U Street acting bad. We're wearing sundresses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, joining the show today, we have two legends. You know them, you love them. We got Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers. What's up, guys? What's hey. up, fellas? It is so good to be here and good to be talking about football. And people often call me the Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> He's always dancing on someone's grave or memorial or sure. kissing Kidding. kissing a, a business a manager of a restaurant inappropriately in an office. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. But it's great dancing though. The, the moves are top notch. Like TikTok level. I mean, it just TikTok goes to show level. you can make, early TikTok. You can make you can make four hundred million dollars a year and be a Super Bowl champion two times, go to Super Bowl uh, more, multiple times, more than that, and you still have to worry about your dumbass brother. <laughs> <laughs> Happened to Bill Clinton. You can get yep. to the top, and then some asshole brings you down. I mean, Bill mm. had a lot it's of happening. It's happening to Joe Biden right now. It's not his brother. <laughs> oh my his god! Yeah. <laughs> Guys, okay, we were talking before we we started the show. We didn't know where your fandom. Uh, lied. Obviously, St. Louis, uh, born born and raised in St. Louis, the Rams yeah. move. We've heard you talk about being Lions fans, but do you adopt teams every season? What's what's the situation? So, I mean, growing up, we were we had season tickets to the St. Louis Cardinals, so football Cardinals. So Jim Hart, I mean, these are the players: Jim Hart, Pat Tilly, Mel Gray, OJ, the one who didn't murder his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Juice EJ Jr. We had a lot of like two initial JV Kane, may he rest in, in peace. peace. Uh, Stump, Stump Mitchell, Livonia Mitchell, <laughs> Terry <laughs> Metcalf, Roger Mel Gray, Roger Worley. Son played baseball. With Everybody us. working on your immaculate grids, please pay <laughs> <Yes>. attention. <laughs> Seriously, I mean it. We had we had great players, but never a good team because we were always in the division with the Giants when they were amazing in the late eighties. The Eagles, when it was like Wilbur Montgomery and Harold Carmichael, who was six foot 27 and he was just <laughs> catching everything. And then the Washington, the in Randall County, I mean, the, and Ron Jaworski and the Redskins were Joe Johnson. Theismann and you had the Smurfs and it was like we and John Riggins. And I mean, they were winning Super Bowls. So we were in like the hardest division. Like that division is finally good again. You know, it, it finally is going to produce multiple, you know, I think the Eagles and the no offense to the commanders. The <laughs> you can offend the them, Eagles bro. It's fine. And the Giants, it's Cowboys, and the it's Cowboys fine. Eagles, Giants. I mean, if the commanders get on one, they might be good. But I mean, that's what we were up against. So our teams were always five and twelve, or five and eleven, five and 11, 11 four and twelve, six, six and 10. ten. Like our dad's best thing would be like, can we get out of there before the end of the game and beat all the traffic on the highway to get home? That was winning the game for us. I feel like the commanders so now. We, 
I, I feel like the commanders yeah. now, we've been um, – we traded places. Because all of those That's years, right. when we were not that good, we would still be like, at least we'll beat the Cardinals twice. <laughs> and right. now we That's have right. your the curse that was once laid on you. We are taking that. People I, say and, that about you now. And, uh, and yes. we felt like – they never the Bidwells were like the worst ownership ever. So like we hated them and hated what they they never did anything for the team. I mean, we had one good year when Neil the strike shortened year when Neil Lomax was our quarterback. Jetstream Roy Green played both ways. They went five and four. And who do they lose to first round of the playoffs? Washington. <laughs> yeah. so, Those were the days. That was your last experience with playoff victory, right? Yeah. Just uh, Art Monk. Oh man, the football camp! I always wanted to go to that. I would make like a bootleg version of his football camp T-shirt and tell people I went. Yes. So with with the Bidwells, was the not paying for players to eat at, at the facility was that a longstanding thing? Do you know? I mean, if they're not paying for players to eat, then they're not going to pay for players. Period. Damn. So like that was kind of the way it. it horrible went. draft picks, never trying to make the team better. Like you know, they just were a horrible ownership, and then they left. Then they just left St. Louis, and you're like, wait, you were bad, and then you leave. Like at least the Rams won something, and then they left. I mean, so I the Ram, Rams came when we were in college, and we were just hat. We had already we were at the University of Michigan. We were gone, and we were just happy that St. Louis had something, and that Rams really came end of college, beginning of us living in New York for five years. Then we come out to LA and the Rams win and they should have won two. They absolutely should have beaten. They should have won two uh, Super Bowls, which would have been amazing. They certainly had an exciting team and a fight, like in direct contrast to every single Cardinals team that was out there. This was the greatest show on turf. This was an unbelievable. You had great receivers, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. You had Marshall Falk, who's obviously like one of the greatest, like Marshall Falk would be great today. Marshall Falk was Christian McCaffrey before Christian McCaffrey was uh, even a thought. Yeah, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner's wife, who had Kurt Warner's haircut. Hair. Yeah. yeah. And it was everyone had Kurt Warner hair. And so like it was it was great for the city, even though we were living in L.A. So I remember watching that Super Bowl and being feeling like 60 percent like that was our victory for all the years we lived. But then we're out here in L.A. And the Rams come back to L.A. and sort of rip St. Louis's heart out and leave St. Louis. And we're like, I can't even like. Here's the thing. And this is you guys will understand this about fandom. If the loss that weekend doesn't ruin your next four days, like you're treating people like shit, you're mad at everything. If it doesn't ruin the next four days, then you're not a fan of the team. You're right. not a fan of the team. Then you're a said. casual fan. So the Rams would lose in LA after they were out the Jared Goff Rams and whatnot would lose in LA. And you'd be like, eh. As Jason alluded to, we were talking about, you know, what you hate about football. We don't have real football yet. We just watched the preseason and we're going to launch in. Usually the way we start our show is we talk about what we hated about watching football the week before. Uh, you know, the, the mission statement of this show is, Football is bad for us. Specifically, the NFL is a terrible league, but we're addicted to it. We're going to watch it. We're going to because we're ready to die. Yeah, exactly. Not for five years at least. Yeah. And so we're going to get into what we hate about the preseason. Danny, why don't you kick us off? All right. I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll jump right into it. I hated the fact that we have to care deeply about a player that isn't real. Right? Like every year around this time, there's some seventh round undrafted guy. Let's just call him, let's call him Brandon Smickleton. Sure. And when you follow Brandon Smickleton, yeah, I mean, he's, he's in every guy he's <laughs> every season. He's that guy who like you follow in preseason because you know, the beat guys are saying he's going against the ones in camp and the coaches are talking him up and the pundits are calling him a sleeper. Yeah. He's got the two touchdown game in week two of the preseason. He looks pretty good in the clips. Like how the fuck do I know? He's like, the route seems right. I don't know. He's getting separation. What I don't, I don't even know what I'm seeing. And then the actual roster comes out and he was like the most cut guy on the entire team. Like goes on waivers <laughs> never plays another down of football in his entire life. And then everybody right. pretends like he never existed at all. Like I'm just getting gaslit by the whole NFL machine. He's, I feel like the viral plane lady. I'm just, I'm freaking out because I'm the only one who can see this walking ghost 
<laughs> so yeah, what I hated you was like they're you you're are not, not fucking real. real. <laughs> so, you are not real, Smickleton. That I hate all you. the Brandon Smickletons out you there. You have to meet his family. You find out he drives an old car. He's living with <laughs> yeah. He he's living with his dad. He's working as the Furman State's assistant strength coach now. Yeah. He's like he never was a guy. But he's then fans, I. <laughs> Fans, ironically, 20 years later, will have a Smickleton jersey deep cut. For, yeah, sure. For yeah, who we all remember the summer of Smickleton. Yeah. <laughs> the real heads. Yeah. That's huge who's in that, Washington. Who's that player? Is that Kroll on, uh, on yeah. the New Orleans Saints? Like, guy gets a 106-yard receiving game. You're like, this guy's going to be great. And then you're like, no, he's doing it against the fours. No. And, <laughs> and today's cut playing. day. Like, all the Smickletons are finding it. We're all learning about this in with our own teams. The Chiefs already cut a guy that I'm like, what the fuck? You you convinced me he was going to happen. I know. Fucking rap sheet. Look, enjoy the oh, Birmingham I... Stallions, guys. Yep, yep. yep. Um, yep. Jason, Randy, what do you guys hate about the preseason? So I absolutely hate the interview with the player operations guy in the third <laughs> quarter. Like, I don't give a fuck what this guy has to say about oh, the guy who was so drunk he went to shake <laughs> Joe Buck's hand and Joe's like, no, I'm making a point. I'm turning my hand out to make a point. I, I that was the owner of the commanders. But even that guy, I'm like, none of you are ready to be on the air. Every producer is like, put this guy on. A no, date. it's like when the CEO from United Airlines is like, I need to be in the commercial. It's like, you don't need to be in the commercial. No one gives oh, oh. a fuck about you, you old, white, grizzled piece of shit. Oh, oh. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares who you are. Nobody cares about your opinion. Nobody cares what you look like. Not a single person. Not even your wife. Not even your family. Not even your kids. Just fucking die. Go somewhere and fucking die and have your money go to good. You fucking piece of shit. Right? So those guys giving an interview view while action is happening i'm like i would much rather like i would much rather go down and listen to sean mcveigh call an interception and then drop an s-bomb which he did on mm -hmm. air right after that yeah. and i was like that to me would be more exciting like put a microphone on aaron Rodgers and just talk to him the entire time he's being funny he's being cool get rid of the regional manager of jets operations i don't want to hear this guy and that interview like every single game it goes to that and i'm like you just you just you ruined it and i would say in general that's more of an endemic thing overall of like there are moments in these games when it's six to three at the end of the second quarter and i'm like what did we just watch i feel like i was just in a sexual harassment seminar for 15 hours <laughs> like at a weekend in bakersfield like it's so tedious what i'm watching right now i'm like just air it out show me air everything out like start to that's why i like that guy who was the quarterback for the saints i'm like i don't give a shit that this guy's throwing the ball 50 yards over people's heads he's whipping it around yeah this guy's airing it out like that to me is actually so that's what you hate that so i hate the fact that it gets <laughs> <laughs> all right let me give what i hate i hate uh, i watched the titans preseason game this weekend and they're like ryan Tannehill's going to be in the game for the first series to hand the ball off three times <laughs> For what? Yeah. For what reason? I don't even care about the only Leadership. time I care about Ryan Tannehill is when his wife leaves like a shotgun in the back of a rental car, which I'm like, why do you have a rental car in your own city? You dumb idiot. Like, why do you need a rental car in your own goddamn city? And then why do you have to put a gun in it? You dummy. And so I'm like, Ryan Tannehill, you're not worth it. I'd rather watch Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'd rather watch anybody else. I'd rather watch Ryan Gosling. I'd rather watch mm -hmm. Ryan yeah. hey, Seacrest. On, Ryan Seacrest hand off the ball three times and get blown up. I'd rather watch that than Ryan Tannehill hand the ball to someone three times. They get three yards and they punt, and then you never see him for the rest of the game. Well, but he got it. He suited up. Yeah. What's the he did his part the in the game? Do you know how excited like ABC would be if they found out Ryan Seacrest was willing to do that? <laughs> they would air that shit so fast. That would be my makeover. If I was on defense, <laughs> I would come. I swear to you, I would come off the edge so hard. I would, I would, I would literally bring the house. I would, I would be like, this is worth a targeting penalty. Like, this is worth a targeting penalty. I'll sit out the set rest uh, of this game. Just get a nose guard and six edges. Yeah. And just bring everyone up. Bring the house. Bring, bring all, the house. Bring all three linebackers and knock. I want you to uh, knock the Kelly Ripa out of it. <laughs> 
Ah, beautiful. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jamel, what do you hate about the preseason? The, what I hated about this preseason is um, it's Godfather 3 for me all over again. You talked about not having a team and not really being a fan. This was me in Washington for a mm-hmm. while now. I've known mm-hmm. for at least 10 years that this team is nothing but pain and they're not going to do anything I like. And in fact, the owner wants to see me dead in a ditch. So I kind of let him go. You know what I'm saying? I started started doing things on Sundays. I'm going out. I'm stepping out to farmer's markets. I'm not. I just wasn't giving them my entire soul anymore. And then a few years ago, these guys, we start these podcasts. They're like, guys, they're like, no, your team's good. Your team's good. And, like, they almost pulled me back. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then Chase Young gets hurt. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Why would I ever really love these guys? And then the owner sells the team. And that was enough for me to forget all of that shit that I had learned in my head. And I'm all in. Now I'm watching training camp clips. Now I'm calling my mom every day for the uh, NBC Sports Washington login so I can uh, watch these watch camp interviews. And so you hate how back in you are. I'm super back in, and they're going to break my heart again as soon Mm -hmm. the most as soon as I get back in. I see Sam Howell throw a touchdown against the the ones of a of an actual good football team. I say, whoa, I haven't seen this since um uh Carson Wentz. Since Van Buren was in office. You know what I'm saying? I don't know when I last time I saw this. And in the very next drive, Terry McLaurin gets hurt going over the middle in a game that doesn't matter. And I say, you Why know is he in the game? Yeah. Why, Why is, is Terry McLaurin in the game? I think he it was just a nick. He walked off uh on his own power, but that was just enough to be like, oh yeah, this is It's good to get the turf toe out of the way. In sure. preseason, you know, now you know what it's gonna. Six weeks and he's back. That, on top of that, I mean, my my team doing the right thing and kicking the owner out. The league itself just feels like it's fine again, which scares me, bro. <laughs> it's really scary to just think about how fine football is gonna be. I love basketball more than anything, and I woke up yeah. this morning and I was like, damn, the football season is actually gonna be better than the NBA. This is bad. There's only like I mean, ten really truly toxic owners left. That's so uh, few, bro. Oh, come on, there's thirty. All right, come on, man. There's, all, there's ten good ones now. Yeah. There's mild, the, the, bro. The numbers are tilting in the right direction. Sure. Amazon is about Jones to is start working. selling us vibes, bro. <laughs> Amazon is about to start delivering oxygen to people's houses. Bro. <laughs> it's all just. I'm just really afraid of what's going to come, uh, and the fact that I cannot stop watching it. Thank you for listening and watching. Sorry, we love football. That's what mm-hmm. I hated about okay. the preseason. No, Thank you me. know it. You know it's bad with the owners when you look at these old rich white dudes and you're like no no he's one of the good ones that's like a republican saying i love ramaswamy you're like yeah <laughs> you love the worst option out of everything you're di- okay i mean as a as a fan of making fun of eminem i also love ramaswamy i gotta say <laughs> cease and desist order what was uh was unbelievable yeah, this is getting real ramaswamy versus eminem is i didn't know i needed that turns out i need that uh, <laughs> it's like why why go against eminem he will write a phenomenal i feel like eminem yeah, planned like- it too because the machine gun kelly thing went so sideways the last time we saw him he like he tried to rap a blonde kid and it was like whoa what are you up to man and i think this is his big return Ramaswamy practically rhymes with itself. It's like, come on, Eminem, you're already, you're already on the runway. You're half, going. You're halfway to the couplet. Uh, you know, quickly, for, for mine, is as we said, we have to fall in love with players that aren't real. We have to ask for logins to, to watch reports. And now on top of that, being dumped into our desk are sports documentaries that we're apparently supposed to watch on top of all of this shit. We have to watch Johnny Manziel. We have to watch Swamp Kings, Quarterback, BS High, Hard Knocks. Not to mention every single team YouTube has their own version of Hard Knocks happening mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, it's there's too much content. Which I one's cannot... Swamp Kings? Swamp Kings? <laughs> like... I think that's the Florida one. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought Swamp it's Kings. It's the Urban Meyer puff piece, yeah. basically. It was, the, it was his redemption arc. Beginning. I thought Urban. I thought Urban Myers Puff Beats was too all the way. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you were you, gonna th- you uh, thought he was the Tiger King? I thought he might have been the Tiger King. I had that one messed he up. Does, I just googled yeah. it. The Clemson Tiger King. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does run a zoo. Or he did. Is that what that's about? I don't know. Man. 
Uh, and now the Kelsey brothers are getting a duck. I mean, you yeah. guys should be really upset about this. They, those guys aren't I, even twins, okay? I love the Kel- – we met Travis Kelsey at uh, at the Rose Battle, Ooh. and he sat next to us, and he was – Super cool, so funny, yeah. gave it up when we had jokes that made him laugh. I was like, I – I love him. I was like, I can't, you can't deny it. And I, and it was like the day, maybe it was like the week after he had just hosted SNL. I'm like, this guy's on fire. Were there not two good sketches? That's like above the average. (laughs) Yeah. The, the, the Barbie shop. Yeah. The American girl dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Great. It's amazing. And he it's Pate. It's almost Peyton esque. You know, yeah. when he did that, I, I just think I like Kelsey Summit. I like that he like calls out the mayor of an of the opposite city oh, on Cincinnati, the, right? On mm. the podium, I'm like, or in the <laughs> post game interview, I'm like, this is just beautiful. Uh, much to Danny's chagrin, Jamel and I got a chance to talk to Travis a few like a right. month or so alone, ago, and he said he grew up on Comedy Central and he name dropped Premium Blend, and I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> bro? How oh, yeah. is this oh, possible? Yeah. He knew who we were. Yeah, he was. A, he knew who we were. Like that. That's like when we met Sean Casey and and Todd Helton, and they were like huge fans of Cheap Seats. Dude, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Oh, great and, show. And we, even we found this out. So imagine this, okay? Like as true Chiefs fans, as a true Eagles fan, and as a, a somewhat guy. recovering, <laughs> a guy. recovering Washington <laughs> Commanders fan. Okay, we are the hugest St. Louis baseball Cardinals fans ever, 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 ever. We find out through was it Ryan Dempster or was it through Landon Rush? Landon Rush, who we had on our podcast, an old player on the Cubs, that in the early two thousands, the Mark Pryor, Kerry Wood, those Cubs teams, so the the. Uh, they were amazing. Steve the Bartman? Bartman? The Bartman team. Yeah, yeah the Bartman team. <clears throat> on their TiVo in the clubhouse. TiVo. That's TiVo, all. That's <laughs> all their on their TiVo, the entire TiVo was filled with cheap seats yes. episodes. They oh, would go man. back. So when pitchers weren't pitching, they would just and they would just hang show. out in the clubhouse and watch our old show. I'm no. like, do you know what this means as a cow as a Cardinals fan? It would be like it'd be like as It'd an, be like if if someone on the Red Sox was like, I just bought Jeter's cologne. <laughs> and, you know, and it smells really good. And it smells like, yeah, you can't. Dude, uh, you can't do that. It's crazy to like find out that these real like world class athletes also grew up like like I did, like we Washington did. Cable. Like, well, because we're older than them. Have you noticed that? That we're right. older than most of these guys yeah, now? They're kids. Yeah. They're just kids. I know. Bro, Crazy. Travis Kelsey is a million years old. If you remember Premium Blend, you're 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means you're 50 That's in your true. head. That's true. Uh, okay, so as we mentioned, uh, the season has not started yet. We all know that. So one last trip down off-season memory lane. Danny, do you have one core memory from this off-season that's going to stay with you into the season? Yeah, I feel like all the off-seasons just kind of blend together after a while. Mm-hmm. So you you try to hold on to one thing that you can recall from each off season. So for me, I, I agree with you. I mean, it was really like, I feel like the NFL really did enter the reality TV space. And now it's like Peyton Manning is like the Andy Cohen. And there's all this new content <laughs> just showing the real lives of these people. So I loved, I had to pick something from quarterback. I had to. And for me, it's the Coles mannequin in Kirk cousins house. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was just, it's such a thing. It's indelible as an image. I'll never forget it because I saw it really during a summer, this summer, where I and a lot of my comedy friends are going through an ex- existential crisis, closing in on 40, wondering what we have to show for all of these years in the entertainment business, when ChatGBT suddenly has better credits than I do and yep. can write at least Leno-quality jokes. I mean, they do, do, they does a good job. It's a scary future. Better, better man. We're all facing it. <laughs> And so when Kirk shows off this like cheap mannequin with his helmet and jersey on it, standing in like a weird kind of carved out nook of an ugly carpeted side room in his house, and he says after the playoff loss that he had hoped to replace it with a Lombardi trophy, it resonated. Like, yeah, you know, you can do everything in your power, throw 30 plus touchdowns every year, watch film with like a fucking brain scanner on, like... Pray ultra hard to Jesus, like double hard every single night. And it doesn't matter because only a minuscule sliver of humanity is lucky and talented enough to take the ride of blissful Mahomesian success. Wow. And the rest of us just have to learn to be happy with the mannequin. Let me ask you, let me ask you something about the mannequin. Do you like that? 
<laughs> oh, I like that. I'm just what he he's looking at it. And I don't I don't know if he likes it anymore. I don't know if he likes what he's seeing. <laughs> he's like, he asks he's himself, like, I don't like, do I like that? He's, do I like that? That's his his understanding of the world is in the prism of whether or not he likes things. <laughs> it's just I like that. Yeah, the fact that Dak Prescott just has a frozen Meshach Taylor from the movie Mannequin. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a Every, everyone's got their own mannequins in life. And, you yeah. know, watching Kirk just, it helped me realize that it's okay to maybe not achieve the, my wildest dream that I had when I was 10 years old. There's still a lot of life to enjoy. Hey. Great point. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so confront your mannequins, people. <laughs> Deal with them. I, I own mannequin too on the move on tape. Still. That's and that's so, the hotter mannequin because Christy Swanson is objectively. Oh, I watched yeah. mannequin with a girl one time. Did you? Oh, does it did get them going? Get the drugs. Mm. Oh man. The hell with the movie mannequin. <laughs> get it out. Uh, Jason, Randy, one core memory from the off season. What you guys got? I mean, again, I'm such. I am such a hard knocks fan i just love the way they put that thing together when liev schreiber came yeah. in the helicopter <laughs> yes. to practice and yeah. aaron Rodgers is freaking out because it's liev schreiber and he's going over to everyone and it's like you're gonna say hi to him go say that's the voice of god voice of god but it's just everybody voice of god voice of god i mean that moment and when the other uh the defensive lineman said he wanted to get a charcuterie board and the other guy was like you mean charcuterie that was so great that was hilarious but i'm saying that small moment of aaron Rodgers deferring to leah schreiber and schreiber was amazing he was such a fan too. I wonder what movie of Leof Schreiber's he really connected. I mean, he with. watched the seer. I bet he watched Ray Donovan. Right. And I'm sure he watched. Yeah. yeah. What was that movie he did with uh with uh Stanley Tucci and uh and Ann Oliver, Mira? Let's oh, look I it up. Know. I don't know, but I I it mean, he, like, by the way, he, New York. He was great in Asteroid City. I'll tell you that right now. Leof Schreiber was amazing in Asteroid City. But I just I think Aaron Rodgers doing. And he had no choice in it, but the Jets doing hard knocks showed everyone. And this is one small, my, the reason I'm picking this moment out is because it's a larger, it's endemic of the larger thing where it showed a window into how beloved Aaron Rodgers is and why he is so beloved. Just the way he interacts with everybody, how much of a legend everyone thinks he is. I think he gets what, you know, listen. If you were my best friend, I'd be like, take the fucking vaccine, dude. I don't want to hear about the <laughs> fact that you don't like this or that. Like, just do it. It's the only thing about him that, like, it bothers The me. movie was called The Day Trippers. Thank you. Thank you. Day Trippers hey. is amazing. Unbelievable. He was also in Big Night. He was also in Walking and Talking. Fine. Three unbelievable so, 90s indie films. My point is that, like, Aaron Rodgers comes off in Hard Knocks, one of the greatest documentaries that is done on a weekly basis as one of the coolest most legendary best guys ever he improved his view like everyone who watches hard knocks will be like this is the coolest guy in the league as told by every other person that's no, the best there. moment where he's like two 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 three and the guy walks up and he's like no nah, no nah, he's not coming back up buddy. <laughs> that, you know that clip yeah, that yeah. was an unbelievable clip so anyway it just made me it I, and having met him and know and knowing aaron Rodgers and knowing what a, actually a great dude he really is i was so happy that 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 we know is captured out in in now on film for everyone to kind of see and i hope that as he goes out he's gonna have a great year they're gonna have they're a great team he's like the missing link and the missing piece and i think he's like i think this is like peyton going to the uh to the broncos so I do think this is a wow. big deal. And so I think it's going to be that much of an impact. But I just think it's fascinating and awesome in that moment when the helicopter came and he was so excited to see Liev Schreiber just tells you everything you need to know about that dude. Uh, for me, it was uh, Trey Lance. Mm, gone. Yes. Yeah. Gone. What? For a four. Please? Yeah. For a fourth round pick. I mean, that when you think about what San Francisco like gave up to get him, and when you think about now, that's fine. Like, this is life. Like, they didn't know that Mr. Irrelevant would suddenly be like a legit guy. And the Trey Lance didn't, it's not like they didn't give him a chance to be good. I thought he looked good in the preseason. He looked all right. He looked all right. <laughs> and then he had some moments where he wasn't all right. And it's like, eh, we're going to ride with Brock Purdy. I like that. To me, I, I thought that was a cool moment. I, I think it was a cool moment that they let it go because I'm like, on some level, I'm like, 
every once in a while, it's okay to be like, we made a mistake. We're going in a different direction. San Francisco is a good organization. I just think they are. It's crazy to me that Trey Lance at some point expressed, I don't want to be the third string quarterback. Uh, please trade me. And they did yeah. to a team where he's going to be the third string quarterback. Cooper Rush is probably sure. better than Trey Lance Definitely at this better. point in time. Definitely better. He played in one game. like He won like five games last year as a starter. Well, And what's weird is that he's actually been replaced by another third pick overall bust Sam Darnold. in Sam Darnold. Yeah. So, you know, he does have a future. He could go to the to the San Francisco of four years from now and start his career all over again. The NFL is such a beautiful circle of life. Oh, mm -hmm. it is. It's and a sweet thing you said. I really enjoyed uh, Jerry Jones's uh, presser about it. I enjoyed when they asked Dak about it. Dak said business like eight times. He's like, you know, it's a business. Nothing surprises me in this business. Uh, it's a business decision. I'm like, man, he hates this. <laughs> this shit sucks. Yeah, he's so mad. He's so unhappy. Uh, Jamel, what's going to stand out for you from this offseason? Okay, a couple quick ones. Uh, the first, the real journalist answer, Lamar Jackson resigning. Mm -hmm. Really big. Yes. Gave me a, a small drop of faith in humanity <laughs> and being your own representation, sure. which I am currently doing. I Please do no agents respond to this podcast. Uh, okay, and then the things that really stuck with me, uh, Russell Wilson doing the uh, Percocizer workout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the video yeah. of him just sliding back and forth on uh, what was that like? Uh, some like a fire blanket. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them things, he had a fire blanket out, he's doing slides. Uh, and um, Robert Sala uh, quoting a rap song. He's yes. just, you know, there's a quote, that says, you know, if, if, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. And yeah. in my head, I thought, does he, does he listen to it in the car? Does he say the N-word when he's alone? These are the things that have been Can floating he? in my head. I mean, he's can Egyptian, he? I don't know. Uh, can he? Can he's from, if he's from New York, he can. If he is not from New York, he can't. Rule established. That's the rules. That's the rules. <laughs> it, okay. That's the Fat Joe okay. rule, as we call it. That's the Fat Joe clause. <laughs> that the is the Fat Joe clause. the Fat Joe clause, yes. That is the Fat Joe. That is, that is the Fat Joe loophole. <laughs> Robert that is, yeah. that, is what, that is what we call the heavy D trap door. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I, quickly for mine, uh, Mike core memory will be Jalen Hurts officially becoming a superstar. Yeah, Danny, roll your eyes. Come on. But he got the biggest contract in NFL history for a couple days or hours or whatever. Magazine. He's been on the front of every single magazine. For black women, not football magazines. <laughs> he has the best-selling jersey in the league, and I'm. it's worrying me. This this is sent. He hasn't played at all in the preseason. He hasn't even put on pads yet. I mean, you're buying most of these jerseys. That's I cheating. One. I have one. Right. Uh, but this is the sequence in Boogie Nights where Mark Wahlberg is buying all the new shoes and the new houses. He's winning awards. He's throwing pool he, parties. He's, he's doing, recording an album. He's yeah, recording yeah, a fucking yeah, he album. He records an album. We're all done. Forget oh, it. I'm so worried about this. Like, I'm. he's going to start screaming at his coaches. He's going to crash his sports car. Like, this is a tender moment in this guy's career. And I am praying like hell that uh, it goes the right way. He's got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it's been, just watching him blow up from just uh, – afterthought to like one of the main guys in the league look you should be happy and if he if he avoids the super bowl hangover you've got a real thing going and you should you should feel blessed and then when he uh inevitably in three years gets that <laughs> injury that he can't get over and rg3s it we'll be wow. here to console you that's that that's that's fucked up uh, the thing i'm really worried about is how toxic <laughs> philly fandom is there's a lot of slugworths in philly former yeah. Like, the entire Sixers roster don't hang out with those guys. Carson no. Wentz's are everywhere. There's former embittered yeah. players who can just yep. spew, spew poison in, into this guy's brain, and, and I don't like and it. And Philly's like one of the last cheap cities to live in, so they're not moving. <laughs> they're just going to stay. They're not getting out of there. Meanwhile, you want, you want Jalen Hurts to be like – you want the rest of his career to be the two-point conversion that he fought his way in the end. Absolutely. That was nice. That was fantastic. That was nice. It You're was like, crazy. That should be. And the crazy thing is that like people in Philly love Jalen Hurts. I mean, I know you love him, but like the city loves him and they don't love anybody. That's what's anybody. scary about it. Bro, I was in <laughs> the, terrifying. I, I was leaving Philly right. and uh, the uh, my Uber driver had some sports talk radio on in the car. And the segment he what he cut on what it was. He was halfway through comparing Bryce Harper 
uh, taking pitches in the sixth inning of a game to OJ killing his wife. Yeah. He, d- he yeah. makes this comparison for like Obvious 15 connection. minutes, and the only thing that calmed him down was someone saying Jalen Hurts. Like, callers were like <laughs> screaming, and it was like, he said, why are you bringing up OJ? This is a regular season Phillies game. And then the dude's like, what are you talking about, bro? I'm just talking about sports. And then it just kept getting more escalated oh, until God. somebody reminded him of Jalen Hurts. He's that important. Yeah, he's like a salve. He's <laughs> keeping the city he's together. Rubble, he's like Ritalin. He's like Philly sports fan Ritalin. You give a little Jalen Hurts. Give him a little Jalen Hurts. <laughs> let him rub it in and then tell him to lay down for five lay seconds. Lay down, put a compress on your head. So you're going to be fun. Jason, Randy, thank you so much for, for joining our show. Uh, leave us with one prediction you have for the season and then where we can follow you guys all season long um, yeah. as the season awesome. progresses. Well, First things first, we're going to have each of you guys at various points throughout the season on our podcast. Let's go. Let's go. We're available. We will space you out accordingly and appropriately, but it'll be great to like get deep in the weeds. I love all of your takes. Every single take you guys have had. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. So that's number one. Our podcast is called View from the Cheap Seat Sports every week. Our look at the week in sports, a.k.a. the week, W-E-A-K in sports. All right. <laughs> My prediction for the season, uh, Lions make the playoffs for the first time. I like time. it. And they win. That. And they win a game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. We, I think we all hope that'll happen. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I already kind of let the cat out of the bag in that I thought the Jets are going to be really good. But my sleeper team, and I mean, I'm sure you guys are so deep down inside of it that it's not a sleeper to people who really know, are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin Ooh. is does not get enough credit for being the coach that he is. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league, winning record like almost every single year. This every year. Dude, yeah. 17 yeah. years. Uh I think this team is really to pick it to pickens, pickens to pick it, and pickens and pickens and pickens and pick it. I'm telling you, dude, I believe that this team is going to do a lot better than people think. And so they're my sleeper team. But I actually think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to put the Jets over the top. Wow. Jets and, V Lions in the Super Bowl. You heard it from the scars. Oh, we're bringing the <laughs> 50s no back. Honestly, no if none of us get in, I'm down. I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, right? If nobody gets in. So, again, as non-fans, we go back to the beginning. As fans of just the game on the whole, I would love to see it. So, I'm watching the – we're watching the Super Bowl last year, and we're like, this is an unbelievable Super Bowl. I know it hurt for you, but as a Philly fan, you can be like, Jalen Hurts, we have Jalen Hurts. We have Jalen Hurts. We're going to be great for a long period of time. Kansas City's like, we have a dynasty. We have a dynasty. But we say this is good for football. I think if you had a Lions Jets Super Bowl, that would be incredible. Amazing. It would. Yeah. It would make Rob Lowe smile. Hey. It would. Yes. That's all we want. And I, you know, my last thing I'll say is uh let's get the Sklar brothers a documentary. The Kelsey brothers oh, yeah. have one. Just Sklar. Thank it's you. Time. Uh, Omaha Productions. Peyton Manning, I know you're listening. Just Come make on, it man. happen. Cheap Please. Seats is threaded into the sports lexicon <laughs> yeah. for all of us here and in the actual sports world. It's on the Cubs TiVo. That's all I have to say. <laughs> TiVo in the clubhouse. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Okay, back on the other side. Danny, we got some stories we want to touch on. We're going to do our mailbag. Uh, what do you got for us? Guys, I I feel like it's been a long off season, and we're finally getting the game predictions. We talked about maybe doing them now, but we're not there yet. Got another <laughs> week. Got to fill in another week. This shit matters so deeply yeah. that I need to study these games. Yes. I, don't, I can't go from the gut like I do. No, our picks are very important. I haven't looked at any weather reports. I like to get on Weather Channel. Exactly. That's how I do mine. We don't even know what the weather's going to be in 10 days. Exactly. So we'll just go ahead and just kind of knock out a few of the best choice stories from the last couple of weeks of NFL.com. Um, these were sent and also sent within our chats, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevon Diggs liking a tweet about sucking a strap on. Yeah. I mean, a, a great sign for the Cowboys season, I think. I think they, <laughs> I think they've got a lot to look forward to. Um, I've never understood the the sucking a strap on. Who's getting pleasure out of that? Is it the person who's doing the sucking? It's the humiliation, and I want oh, to point the out. Yeah, right, it's right, like right. A, yeah, yeah. And I should point out too that that is actually the kind of thing that the most successful Fortune 500 CEOs mm. are all into. They, they like to get their nuts stepped on with That's... high heels. They like to be humiliated with, in like diapers, and they like to suck strap ons. So it actually bodes well, well for, for the Cowboys. That's defense. what I'm saying. That's I mean, what... dude, this is what he's doing in his off time. And he can't tell anybody, so he works really hard at yeah. football. That's what the entire show Billions is about. That's people exactly doing that right. Shit. Yes. So he's getting Christian grade all season long, 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, let's see. Just imagine that with every Cowboys game. Let's see what that does for the Cowboys back end. Uh, speaking of back end players, Xavier Howard and his sex tape oh, making shit. skills. Skills? That's not a good word for he it. He went OnlyFans with it? He. We talked about this in the chat about how it's a crazy, he, one. It's a crazy story. He's been accused of making sex tapes of women that he's been sleeping with, a la Dennis from Always Sunny. Yeah. Um, not good. Not a good guy. Yeah, Xavier Howard. I um I used to tell a joke when I first started doing stand up about uh, guys uh, illegally making sex sex tapes of partners, and I kind of stopped doing it because too many like the like women were laughing. It was like I'd get a laugh and then it would get sad. <laughs> I was like, right. oh, this is like really happening a lot. It happens. Revenge porn. Yeah. What's with the cornerbacks this season, this offseason? What, what is this position? I mean, quarterback's problem? always been the nuttiest position. <laughs> and receiver. It's both of these guys who are out on the edges, just going off on their own thing. I, it's their I, own yeah. game within a game. Something would, about being really fast. Just. <laughs> I would say that they're actually on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Trevon Diggs, you could argue, very uh, sex positive. True. Okay. Hey, and then he on just the likes to tweet. Yeah. And then Xavier, ha- I mean, clearly. Uh, a monster. So I would actually say, what's wrong with the Miami Dolphins? Okay, you've got you've got Tyreek Hill, his accusations. Uh, that now this Xavier Howard stuff. I mean, there's the problem, probably another guy. The I don't problem. Know. The problem has to be the city of Miami, bro. I mean, come on, you the amount of revenge porn floating around Miami, yes. Dade County, yeah, Broward County. I'm sure they're selling it like on blankets. They're doing like <laughs> blankets on the streets, <sighs> selling like all the different revenge porn DVDs. That these guys are circulating. It's a gross cesspool of a city, and I hope they don't even sniff anywhere near the Super Bowl. Fuck you, Miami Dolphins. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, we'll take that. That's right. Um, I just wanted to throw this in there because it is slightly football adjacent, but it is Donald Trump uh, announcing that his measurements are the exact same as Lamar Jackson's. Yep. 6'3", 215. 6'3", 215. Yeah. He's amazing. What a a bold-faced lie. After a series of bold face lies, just to just to what quintuple down at this point? How many times has he downed it? I mean, what do you think he's at? He's at he's realistically he's three bills, right? Or he's close easily to three it. bills. Yes. Yeah, three bills of just slop underneath a, a J.C. Penny suit. Yeah, I mean we've all we can all pretty easily picture that body based on similar men that we've seen shirtless, and it's it's there's a lot of. Lumps and yeah, and asymmetries. Senator and X Men body. Remember yes. when the senator they make him a mutant and, and he, he literally melts he comes on the out table. The ocean? Oh. That's, yeah, I wish that. I wish that would happen to Donald Trump. <laughs> if he just melted into a goo, That'd be hard, <laughs> this bro. election would Biden would <laughs> at least uh, get it would help him term. somehow. I think it would help. He would <laughs> yeah, his whole numbers like, would go up in the Republican Party. <laughs> you see what he did? That was real. I mean, but you're supposed to lie about your height and weight in a program, right? That's what all football players do. Yeah. Uh, do you? Is he, the, yes, I, I was 6'3", 215 at one I point. I lied sure. about my height. I definitely <laughs> added two inches to my height. All right, two inches is fair. And I don't, I'm don't. i not even challenging the height. We're not, I've, he might as well be 6'8", for all I care. Yeah, who knows? He ain't 215. No, he's not. He's not 215. <clears throat> he's a fat, fat boy. And then uh, the last thing, and he sucks. <laughs> the last thing that I want to say is uh, I just wanted to bring this up. We were talking a lot about Hard Knocks. Nathaniel Hackett, he's the real resurgent person, the resurgent figure on Hard Knocks. Mm, yeah. Teaching his team the ways of Austin Powers' gold member. Yeah. Getting teaching Leslie Nielsen's. through gold member all of the life lessons that his team needs to learn to get the, out there on the field. Oh, I am shocked good. that the Broncos couldn't. Get something useful out of that. It is funny season. to think that he just, yeah, like, <laughs> after week one of two-a-days, he's like, all right, guys, we're watching Naked Gun. <laughs> and the team turned on him. The yeah. team was like, I'm not listening to this man. Too many curse words for Russell Wilson, I guess. <laughs> Didn't Mike McCarthy do Spy Who Shagged Me on Cowboys Hard Knocks a few years ago? Yeah, yeah. What? They're always watching Austin Powers. What the hell is this? Guys, Nobody watches the original? I just think these guys like the worst part, of, like, the worst movie in the trilogy every time they have the worst football coaches probably have the most base awful sense of humor of any human beings alive yeah i mean a lot of football teams i bet if you ask 
a lot of people who worked at a football team, like at a facility, players on the team, personnel, trainers. If you ask them if Crash was a good movie, most of them would say yes. <laughs> Changed my life, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a it's a life changer. They have tattoos yeah. of like lines from the movie <laughs> of Crash. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that 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 is all I had. I just wanted to empty the uh, the the folder the folder in my phone. Mm, nice. And uh, I think nothing else happened in the offseason. No, not it. a single. Right? We nothing, touched on man. it all. Uh, what, Antonio Brown? Oh, come on. CTE? He's uh, too that's... old. I mean, nothing new there. Yeah, that's that's the same as it ever was. Um, let's hit that mailbag. You've got mail. Guys, Ooh. every week, the Sorry We Love Football headquarters is flooded with envelopes, packages, just various mail. And we reach out. We pick one each. And we read it or open it on air. And uh, we're back. We haven't done it since last season. Uh, we're fucking swimming in envelopes. It's been nuts. So, uh, I, we scanned a lot of stuff to our laptops because yeah. the envelopes was getting so crazy. But, you know, we got the scanner app. Big ups to the people at Scanner App. Yeah, for, so uh, so keep sending in these letters. We, we really appreciate them. Um, who wants to go first? Who wants to reach for an Who wants to I'll read one? I'll read mine. Ooh, I, got, okay. I got one Smell's from got one. Uh, Arlington, Texas. Our man Trey Lance writes in. Oh, Trey, thanks for listening. Hi, guys. <laughs> Super excited to get a new fresh start in the big D. I can't wait to get started. I used to go to bed at night dreaming about wearing that star on my helmet, and I cannot wait to start building my relationship with Dakota Prescott. As some of you might know, I'm pretty familiar with the Dakotas. Anyway, guys, can't wait to see you for 17 weeks of exciting Dallas Cowboys football. Yours truly, Trey Lance. <laughs> I can see why Dak was so annoyed in his press conference. It's sad to read it like that. I, <laughs> what? Either we've entered a new voice into the <laughs> SWF uh, lexicon here. It's like a half a case of Kasem. It's like a little Casey Kasem, but something oh, else some, happened. With some Trey Parker in there. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. it was sliding that way. It was. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully, Trey writes back in later this season. We'll I probably enjoy the trays. We're hear from trays oh, in any trays are welcome on our show. I'll I'll go ahead and read mine. I'm just going to okay. pull it out here. Do you guys mind if I grab from the bottom of the no, bag? No, no, Might no, take an extra all. second. Take time, all right. Hey guys, love the show. I work at State Farm, and I got a hold of the email they sent to Aaron Rodgers' agent. Here Whoa. it goes. Re upcoming season. Sorry we couldn't come to an agreement on Aaron's contract renewal and we'll be moving on in our upcoming campaigns. We regret that we couldn't accommodate your client's request to make the sets an open coughing zone or to replace Patrick Mahomes with Vivek Ramaswamy or to give him the phone number of Jake from State Farm's girlfriend, quote, just to have it as a power move. If Aaron truly believes the peyote-induced hallucination that convinced him that we were, quote, naive globalists, then perhaps it's time this 12-year business relationship should come to an end. We wish Aaron a great season with the Jets and hope there are no hard feelings that might be aired out by Aaron on an episode of Come Town. <laughs> hey, we'll always have the discount double check, right? Signed, uh, this State Farm guy. He is going to be by mid-season. <laughs> we are going to see Aaron Rodgers on come down. You know he watches it. He, he or does. listens to it yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> He's one of them. He's one of the accolades. Can't wait. Can't wait to watch him eat a um, Trader Joe's like peanut butter bar mm -hmm. on come down. It's going to be great. I hope I don't uh, ruin oh, nah. any possible Please. relationship you might have in the future with come down. They know I feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know. I think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they know <laughs> that. Yeah, uh, that's a compliment. They yeah, make people yeah. eat snacks. Also, this is a real letter. So why am I even yeah, saying anything saying? about that? The State Farm guy said it. You didn't say. Yeah. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers turned back into good guy though. Is I don't know if I'm all fully. the way. I mean, it's not we, all the way. I let bro. the Sklars say it's it. Not all the way. I, yeah, I'm fine with that. We're, we're doing a show. We're friends. But yeah, nobody's. It wasn't all the way. He was a little extra mean to the fat guy. Uh, what was that? He, he was, was a such a bully. Top to the fat guy. He yeah. hurt that man's. The guy was like, "Oh shucks, Aaron. I don't know. Just maybe you'll leave me alone, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, whatever. You fat fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like, the, very harsh. And then the scene where uh, Aaron is talking to uh, Sauce Gardner, and Sauce is like, "Yo, I want to play till I'm 40. and he's just like, 
Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he clearly, he was like, I could see it in Aaron's eyes. He was like, what am I doing? How am I even supposed to talk to this guy? Now he doesn't really connect with the, the yeah, people. Yeah, I think there's been a dimming. It's the, the the light that once shined very bright in Aaron Rodgers' head, I think, has been dulled a bit. Even though he's on some heroic, uh, he, now everybody loves him again. But I think there's something not happening behind his eyes. I, it's hard to put your finger on exactly what's happening. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> all season yes, long. Just write Aaron Rodgers in the description and nothing else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here, I'm going to reach for a letter right here. <clears throat> it's... um. A letter from a major sports personality. Uh, it says, "Hey guys, it's media mogul in front of the show, Skip Bayless. I'm writing oh. today because I am being silenced on my own program. Ever since the addition of Richard Sherman, Michael Irvin, and Keyshawn Johnson on Undisputed, I simply cannot get a word in edgewise. <laughs> These former Hall of Fame players do not respect my artistry, and it's really starting to tick me off. So today, I'm writing in for the major announcement. I'm going to start my own show." It's going to be me and, feet, and and comedy legend Teller from Penn & Teller fame. We're going to be talking sports seven days a week. It's going to be called Telling Her Like It Is. Spread the word. Skip is back, Jack. Uh, signed, Skip Bayless and Teller. Why did he do this? <laughs> Why did he do this to himself? He turned into like the you know the Piper Perry uh, porn star on the couch meme. Oh sure, all of I mean, a sudden he just he just my he ran races. out of options, man. Skip was never supposed to be with somebody who actually played before. It he, makes the least sense, especially yeah. multiple Hall of Famers. That's not gonna work for him. I've seen him getting stepped on on the show. He's so frustrated. He's drowning. Michael Irvin is stepping in front of his camera and just <laughs> ranting, and there's nothing he can do about it. It's fantastic. But it do. I hope it ends with the the like uh, meme of him looking angry in the Jordans. Oh yeah, uh, you know that one where he's like on his couch, like that meme bought him like two years of goodwill somehow. This is and he's <laughs> once he actually does it on the show, but standing behind Michael Irvin looking real mad, that'll buy him three more years. That meme will last the rest of our lifetimes. Jeez, he's such a weird little gremlin. It really is. Actually, um, good riddance. Yeah. Like good if riddance. the Crip Kicker still had skin on his bones. <laughs> uh, let's get into final thoughts. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. My final thought is, uh, hey, Kyle, say hello. We are in a studio. Former guest on the show and comedian yeah, Kyle Ayers. We did it. Woo! Yes. Mm-hmm. We made it. You know, I think every day about that senator who turns to goo in X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Trump would escape prison. Just like True. the senator, he would be he would goo between the bars. Fuck, man. He would. Yeah, which is actually a tweet that an NFL cornerback accidentally liked was a movie called Goo Between the Bars. <laughs> so as you can hear, we've got a, a, another guy on the mic who's incredibly knowledgeable about sports, films, yeah. and is yeah, a we very funny Dropping my knowledge there. <laughs> from that part, we know it. Yeah. You know, from other conversations, but not the goo talk. There's going to be more goo talk. That's true. I'm going to make it my final thought. Oh. More goo talk all season long. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Goo, yeah. and probably Antonio Brown. Look, I'm just looking forward to another season with you guys. Aww. Can't believe we did it. And we came out of what I thought was going to be a place where we might even not do the show this season or totally half-ass it. Instead, we stepped up. We I'm proud of all of us. Whole ass instead whole of half-ass. Ass. We're giving you whole ass You're getting year, our baby. whole fucking ass. If you don't like how it tastes after this season, Call then Trayvon we're quitting. Diggs. Oh, <laughs> oh. No, and Cole yeah, Tra- but he, sm- Cole Tra- he spells it H O L E. Sorry, the whole ass. Uh, Jamel, final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts is uh, samezies with you guys, and um, what can I say here? Uh, Fanatic, step your merch game up. Mm. Uh, come on, I'm here and I'm ready to spend money. Uh, quit making whack ass hats. Just make them look cool, and you know what we think is cool. Quit <laughs> bullshitting with us. Make the good ones. Um, I'm sorry that we will not be in studio next week, but we will do a show. So right. that's my sorry. We're going to have yeah, a quick sorry. preview next week. Sorry yeah. for the confusion. We'll be back in the studio rest of the season. Sorry. Uh, super sorry for that, but uh, not sorry for the money you can make. If you follow our picks, it's paper. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs>